0: Good morning, and welcome to the Sunday service of Free Community Church. Thank you for joining us today, both on site and online. Let's take a moment to greet one another. Uh, So, if you're on site, please uh, turn to your neighbor and give them a wave and a smile. (laughs) And for those joining us remotely, please type a greeting in the chat, and our moderators will respond to your messages. So as we enter into the sacred time, please rise in body or in spirit and join me in the call to worship. Come, walk in green pastures.
1: We follow the shepherd.
0: Come, lie down in green pastures.
1: We trust the shepherd.
0: Come, dine at the table of abundance.
1: We are fed by the shepherd.
0: Come, dwell in God's house.
1: We live in the shepherd's care.
0: Loving shepherd, you know our names. You care for us. When we face darkness and death, walk beside us. When we hunger for your love, fill us with your presence. When we are fearful, feed us at your table. May we, May we dwell, dwell in, in the house of goodness, goodness and mercy all the days, days of our lives. lives. Amen. Amen. Uh, let us remain standing as we join our voices together in a time of praise and worship.
2: Descender of the King Clothing majesty all the audio rejoice, All the audio of rejoice You wrap yourself in light, and darkness tries to hide and tremble at your voice and trembles at your voice. How great is our God? Sing with me, how great is our God? Oh, we see how great. God, they treat you one, Father, Spirit, Son.
3: God of our doubt and certainty
0: Seated, let us bring our thanksgiving and concerns before God in prayer. Eternal God, whom our words may cradle but never contain, we thank you for all the sound and silence, and color and symbol that through the centuries have helped the worship of your church to be relevant and real. Here we pause to remember those who helped us to come to faith by singing us songs or telling us stories, by inviting us in when we felt distant, by praying for us without being asked, we quietly name them now Jesus, Son of God among us, hear our prayer. Christ our Lord, long ago in Galilee, many who were sick and suffering needed friends to bring them to your side. Confident of your goodness, we now bring to you those who need your healing touch. We name before you those who are ill in body, whose illness is long or painful, or difficult to cure. Jesus Christ, bring healing, bring peace. For others, the pain is not of their body, but of their mind and emotions. Haunted by past failures, feeling the pain of rejection, shackled with fear and a depression, feeling abandoned and unloved, we name before you. Jesus Christ, bring healing, bring peace. We also pray for those who tend the sick, comfort the dying, care for the poor, and befriend the oppressed. May their hearts be strong and filled with love and compassion. When they are weary, infuse the strength of your spirit. Jesus Christ, bring healing, bring peace. We pray for all nations and peoples. Take away the mistrust, lack of understanding that divide your creatures. Increase in us the recognition that we are all your children. Jesus Christ, bring healing, bring peace. Gracious God, accept all these prayers offered in Jesus' name, and give us now the strength to wait patiently for your answer and to live faithfully in response to your call. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
2: If I could rewrite your story of love for me, I would not forget those moments of doubts. If I could rewrite your story of love for me, I would not erase those times of struggle. Those moments of doubting myself. And blaming you for all my brokenness Those moments I wrestled myself And you for the answers For a little hope Then I will remember When you became real to me When you would not turn away, when you would not turn away, I will remember, I am an anchor of love, I am a beacon of hope for you. your story of love for me, I would not forget those moments of doubts. If I could rewrite your story of love for me, I would not erase those times of struggle. Those moments of doubting myself. And blaming you for all my brokenness Those moments I wrestle myself And blame you for the answers For a little hope Then I will remember When you became real to me When you were not a When you would not turn away, I will remember I am an anchor of love, I am a beacon of hope for you When you touched me on my side, when my eyes were open to you And so I saw that I was born free When you touched me on my side When my eyes were open to you And so I saw That I was born free Then I will remember When you became real to me When you would not turn away When you would not turn away i will remember i am an anchor of love i am a beacon of hope for you i will remember i will remember when you became real to me when you would not turn away when you would not turn away i will remember i will. Love. I am a beast
4: As we have done so for quite a long while now, we have been using Mentee to construct the sermon together and to reflect on what perhaps is on our minds or our hearts. And so, I'd like to invite you to join us um, and add in your reflections as we go through the sermon today. Um, you can, you know, those of you who are on site, uh, you can take out your phones and go to fccli menti. Um, or you can just scan the QR code. For those of you online, you can open another browser screen, or even use your phone as well to to join us. Um, It is particularly important today because a lot of parts of it is asking you to think about what your answers to the questions I'll be asking is. So as we close this sermon series for such a time as this, and enter into the season of Advent next week, I want to invite you to reflect on this question. What does remembering mean to you? What does remembering mean to you? It's not a trick question. Reflection the past. Very good. Keeping alive. That's a very interesting perspective and that's a very valid perspective. Memories. Sometimes it's pain, sometimes it's grieving, sometimes it's reminiscing, learning, savouring the good times, nostalgia. T-D-O-R, yes. I'll be talking about that today. Healing, living forward, blessings, appreciation, thanksgiving, growth. It seems that learning is the one that is um, the one that stands out the most. Thank you. Thank you for contributing your ideas or what you your perspectives into this. Yeah, gratefulness, gratefulness, learning, healing, memories are the the ones that are largest. There's one that doesn't seem to be appearing, but perhaps uh, as a writing instrument, there's one that keeps jumping out of my head. Now. One of the lines that we always say or we remember the most is when Jesus ate his last meal with his friends, with the disciples in the upper room, he told them to remember. He took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to them saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he, after the supper, he took the cup saying that this cup it's a new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Remembering. Jesus asked us to remember. And in today's lectionary passage from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 23, in verse 42, at the crucifixion, Jesus was crucified next to two other men, and one of them said to Jesus, "'Remember me when you come into your kingdom.'" remembering is not just an act of recalling something that we have experienced, or just replaying some information in our head, reminiscing, you know. Remembering also means doing something. And one, the thing that, that keeps jumping on my mind about remembering is, don't forget, that's what my mother always says, uh, don't forget to I always leave my stuff around in the house, you know, whether it's uh, my phone or my wallet, and I, I, I head back to my own place you know, after having dinner with my parents. And then my mother, uh, you know, my mother always asks me, don't forget you know, your wallet. Don't forget your phone. Remembering is also don't, about not forgetting. And this, if we merely just remembered something, but don't follow through with the action, then the act of remembering is futile, pointless, and useless, right? It's like remembering to, um, that you need to pick up something, sugar, milk, fruits from the supermarket, and then you didn't do it. Isn't that just as good as forgetting? Jesus replies to the man's request. You know, Remember me when you come to your kingdom. Jesus says, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It wasn't, oh yeah, I'll remember, but truly, you will be with me in paradise. Jesus didn't just remember, he promises the man that he will be with Jesus. Remembering requires us not only to recall something, but follow through with action. Yet, at the same time, when we go, just go through emotions and doing actions, we remember not, without knowing why we do things, without remembering, that also misses the point. Because very often we partake in communion every week. We remember. We say the words in the the liturgy and we are recalling the story at the table. But do we mean the words we say or do we just regurgitate things that we you know, that we've been told, we just read whatever that the line's on the screen. Or do we really mean it? Do we partake of communion just as a practice? Or do we remember its significance and its meaning? Our communion liturgies are retelling the story at the table so that we remember. We remember Jesus, His life, His teachings, His love, His death, his sacrifice and His resurrection is not just going through the motions. Today, someone mentioned T-D-O-R in, the, in remembering. Today is the Transgender Day of Remembrance. It is an annual observa- observance on November the 20th that honours the memory of transgender people whose lives were lost in, in acts of anti-transgender violence in the past year. T.D. Ora was started in 1999 by transgender advocate Gwendolyn Ann Smith as a Virgil to honour the memory of Rita Hester, a transgender woman who was killed in 1998. Since then, it has become an observance that commemorates all transgender people who lost their lives to violence since Rita Hester's death. We remember them we remember not only the good things but also not so good things we remember not only our wins but also our losses do you think god is only around when good things happen if we only remember the good things then how do we make sense when bad things happen I've been asked before, why do we commemorate Transgender Day of Remembrance at FDC? Isn't it a bit morbid to read out names of people who have died in the past year as part of a service? I'll quote uh, Gwendolyn N. Smith here. Transgender Day of Remembrance seeks to highlight the losses we face due to anti-transgender bigotry and violence. I am no stranger to the need to fight for our rights and the right to simply exist is first and foremost. With so many seeking to erase transgender people, sometimes in the most brutal ways possible, it is vitally important that those we lose are remembered and that we continue to fight for justice. We remember so that we will not forget the struggles that transgender people face. In previous years, we observed it as one of our special services. We've created space for transgender people to share about their lives, their struggles, so that we can learn and become better allies and continue to fight for justice. We have several panels where we have transgender men and women tell their story, and that is important. Between October the 1st, last year, and September the 30th this year, there have been 389 reports of deaths within trans communities all over the world. 389. That's more than one a day. And this says nothing of the cases that go unreported. There's still much work to be done. The work just started. We may not have a special service this year, But that doesn't mean that we are not committed to the work to stand with our transgender siblings. Our transgender siblings still face a lot of challenges. In recent years, religious conservatives have turned to targeting the transgender community and transgender issues as the next boogeyman to fight, after progress has been made on other fronts for LGB folks the decriminalisation of 3778 here in Singapore, same-sex marriage in many parts of the world has happened. So it seems that the religious conservative wants to target another community, marginalised community, so that they rile up support for themselves in some way or another. And it's quite a money-making business, you know. We need to remember, we need to remember so that we stand in solidarity with our transgender siblings to build a world where they can thrive in. that They, can, they no longer need to fear. They need no longer need to be worried about whether you know, at a job application, someone will turn them away after discovering they are trans, or at immigration, you know, the immigration officer looks at them and their passport and look at them again, and they ask them to go to a separate room for some further checks and all that and even fear of being persecuted or attacked just because of who they are. Fear of something as simple that we do every day of our lives, going to the bathroom. Can we build a world that's different? We need to be part of that. There's another moment of remembering this week. Earlier this week, on Wednesday was the 5th anniversary of Rev. Yap's passing. Some of you who have joined us recently may not have met Rev. Yap and only have heard of his impact on this community. I shared a little about Rev. Yap during our anniversary service this year. We remember not just because we are grateful to him and Mrs. Yap and their family for their love, poured out in so many ways to this community, to this church, We don't just remember because of that. Because if there's anything that I know about Reverend Yip is this, he doesn't want us to be grateful. He wants us to be committed to the work, the work of love, the work of justice, the work of living out our faith, so that it's not just about our own lives, or our own salvation, or our own spiritual growth. But for those who are on the margins, to those who are still suffering, and for that, our participation to change the world. Like the prophet Amos, Reverend constantly reminded that our worship goes beyond lifting up our voices in singing, but in our commitment and participation in God's continuing work of justice in the world, echoed in his favourite verse in Amos 5, verse 24. Let justice roll down like water, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Remembering isn't just about sentimentality. It isn't just nostalgia. It is an act of faith. Last week, Pauline shared about hope amidst catastrophe. See, discern, testify. She said, first we need to look beyond the surface and trust God's heart. Then develop the discernment to know the one we follow. And finally, testify to who God is and what God has done. This is the process of remembering. Years ago, and really many years ago, I wrote a general paper essay for my A-level prelims based on the question, Are people without a memory... Is a people without the future. Discuss. We remember the past so that we can have hope. We remember the past so that we do not make the same mistakes again. We remember the past so that we can live forward into the future, like one, someone has put up there, remembering to live forward. We have hope. Remembering how we have made it through the difficult times in our lives and how we've been blessed with good times as well. We remember the stories of those who have come before us so we can learn from them. And we learn to trust and we learn to have faith. The process of remembering is our way of being reminded of how God has been working and abiding with us all this while. We go back to read the stories in the Bible to remember, to read how our ancestors in faith have testified to who God is and what God has done. We learn to trust even when we don't see or experience these stories for ourselves. This week's psalm in the lectionary is Psalm 46. It might be familiar to some of you, and some of the verses might jump up that you've heard it before, even sung it before. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with tumult. There's a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of the city. It shall not be moved. God will help it when the morning comes. The nations are in an uproar. The kingdoms totter. God utters God's voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. See what desolations God has brought on the earth. God makes war cease to the end of the earth. God breaks the bow and shatters the spear. God burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. While we might be familiar with verse 10, be still and know I am God, we haven't dived into the, into the rest of this psalm. This psalm is a reminder, in the midst of catastrophe, in the midst of war, in the midst of struggle, God is our refuge and strength. It is A psalm inviting us to be still and to trust and have faith. This psalm is a testimony of our ancestors in faith who have sung this generation after generation. And I can imagine this psalm to be sung when enemies surround them, when they're living in fear, when destruction is at hand, coming close. And they sing it, trusting God. Perhaps we live in a generation and may experience something like this. Perhaps in our own personal lives, we feel that we are surrounded too and struggling. And this psalm is one that cries out, cries out in faith, trusting God. Trusting because our ancestors in faith has told this. Has sung this again and again and again. Next year is FCC's 20th anniversary. We've announced that we're looking, we are looking for people to share their stories and their reflections about FCC. Last, year, last Sunday, we had a short discussion with a few folks who volunteered as we gear up to get this project going. In my head, you know, this is almost like a school magazine kind of thing, right? You know, you print one every year and then you have photographs and all that and maybe some writing and text. But as it started going and it started to get a life of its own and it's almost as if God is leading us somewhere with this. The original plan in my head was just to tell our stories and collect together some different pieces of our history to, so we can put it all down and I don't have to repeat myself anymore and you can read the book to, to know our past and see how far we've come and how God has been with us all this while. But through our discussion, it seems something is emerging out of that. Last week, uh, Eugene who volunteered for it, you know, brought Kelly as well and and pointed out that we can get this published, get an ISBN number, and this book will be forever residing as in the archives in the National Library because it's a book that's published in Singapore. With ISBN number two, we can sell the book on Amazon. And even, and last week, when I was catching up over lunch with Gui, Gui Sui, the writer, who preached here regularly, he suggested selling this book at bookstores, Kinokuniya. He says they will be happy to, you know, um, probably sell that. And then it struck me. This will allow us to have an impact, to share our story so that people will know our story and hopefully, like how we read Psalm 46 and find comfort in it, people who read our story will also find faith knowing how radical God's love is. It is testifying to our experiences, our collective experiences of God as a community so that people have a glimpse and perhaps willing to take that step forward and know that they are beloved as well. I want to invite you to think this, an exercise of imagination some way. Years down the road, what will you remember of FCC. Years down the road, how do you want FCC to be remembered? This is an unwritten part It has yet to happen But years down the road How do you want FCC to be remembered? A place of welcome for all people Hurts and joys. And it's it's important that we don't pretend that this is a perfect place. Because we want to live out authentically who we are, what's in all, so that we grow together. Saving lives, a friendship of the LGBTQ community, trailblazer in providing a safe space for all, a catalyst for change in the greater community, hope inspiring progressive theology, reconciliation, a place of healing, acceptance, and liberation. I was rescued and brought back to God after 35 years in my desert. Welcome home. A sanctuary for hurt and marginalized. A safe space where one can come as they are. Authentic. A place for transformation both in individuals and in society. That's what we are, desiring in some ways. These are your voices. A place where being different is celebrated. Hopefully a Jesus-centric church, apart from being a church open to all, yes. The reason why we are open to all is because we are modelling Christ. It is not like we cooked it up or we imagined it somewhere. We want to reflect The radical love of all. That table that Jesus set more than 2,000 years ago for His friends and for all of us. FCC was what the Holy Spirit whispered to me as God was bringing me back to church during the beginning of covid The uh, beginning of the COVID pandemic and being over 6,000 kilometers away from Singapore. And grateful that we're able to connect with you when you're so far away. A place where we apply really loving God and loving people, where many would see and be drawn here. Yeah, we're getting closer to what I'm trying to get at, huh? Because it's not just about what kind of thing we do, we are revealing something bigger we're living out a calling of what god has placed on us so that people know what love is the love that casts away all fear that is the first lgbtq plus church in singapore there's a safe space to be my true self and a worship a place they welcome me a place that's for all the haven which saved me from depression, a place to find acceptance as you are, the pioneers where other churches will follow. That one, I have to take a very deep breath. I hope that they don't just follow us, but they follow Christ. Because by truly following Christ and truly living out what it means to be loving and and understanding what justice is and what God desires, hopefully they get there. A place where I can call home, a community I can call family as I struggle with life, yes. All of us struggling together to grow in faith. A sanctuary for me where I am really, really accepted. A place where my partner and I can be received with joy. With joy and love always. A place of true fellowship, not a policing church. Yeah, Gives us hope. A place that you don't have to be ashamed of being Christian or being LGBTQ. Yes. Grow in the knowledge of God beside being a, uh, in an inclusive church. Yes. I hope that this vision casting will help you grasp a sense of who we are, discerning what God is doing. Right? Like what Pauline said. See discern, testify. So, Eugene, who stepped up to help lead the project, had many ideas. And I think that we want to engage all of you to participate in some ways. Um, I know some of you say that, oh, I'm not a very good writer, so I don't know how to contribute. I'm not a good photographer, I don't know how to contribute. I don't draw very well, I don't know how to contribute. I think that we can all imagine this to be bigger. Bigger. Right? And some of you might say, I'm rather new to FCC. I don't have much of a history with, with FCC. So one idea that he shared with me, because we were cutting the book into chapters, right, and different phases of history in some ways, it is the final chapter of the book. It is about the year 2023 and beyond. For those of you who might join us in the recent two years, you might feel inadequate to join this project. But this chapter is not about looking backwards, but asking, in 20 years, what will you remember of FCC? This, as I invited you to, to write out, is a vision casting. It is an exercise in the imagination. But it also helps us have clarity around who we are and what we are called to be, and what we have to do to make this vision and these visions become reality. I ask this question, and if you notice, it seems that the answers twenty six of you have answered have some form of alignment. There's something that runs through. There's a thread through all your sharing. That's about God's radical love for all and becoming that place that accepts all, embraces, that brings healing, restoration, and wholeness to everyone who be- belongs to this community and to impact the world at large. But this exercise isn't just you imagining the future and expecting someone else to make it happen. It requires, too, your participation. It requires you not just to show your ideas, but showing up as well. And that's where sometimes we struggle a lot. We are afraid that we are not good enough. We are afraid that we are not going to make an impact. So we don't show up. But sometimes God only needs you to show up. Everything else will fall into place, and God will be with you and guide you through what needs to be done. That's part of that process. When we remember Reverend Yap and his presence in our community, let us not just see him as this superhero but this person who exemplifies who we are called to be. Don't imagine that you're not someone with his stature, that you cannot do what he has done. The invitation is for you to be part of the whole project as well. All of you can be part of this. All of you have a role to play. During our survey we conducted earlier, some folks actually you know, have a lot of requests, right? We want to start this again and that again. You know, we want to have coffee before service. We want to have live worship, more live worship rather than once a month. But what is required is also not just asking like you are a customer wanting something to happen, but you stepping forward to do your part as well. Now, we have spoken and discussed and planned with the worship team. The plan is to, make, uh, to move towards having um, live worship twice a month in, instead of just once a month that we're having now. But you know what? The, what we are, we are short of is not the worship team. They are ready for it, actually. But we are short of people... Helping out with the production, because every time it happens, we require a full crew. Today we don't have live service. That you'll notice that we just have one camera person in um, down here, and then one up in the hive helping out. To run a live worship service, a, a service which is live worship, we'll need a full crew. We need people to step up to volunteer. Of course, many of you will be very worried, right? And we'll be, we, we have been hearing feedback because you don't know how much commitment there might be because you're afraid that after you commit, it sucks up all your time. you would be in church every week to be part of the team. But you know what? If, everyone's, if there's enough people stepping up, you might only need to serve once a month or even once every six weeks. It really depends on how many people are there. We hope, it's our hope, that you, you don't just come to church to serve, but you also come to church to be served. So we have enough, volunteer, enough pool of volunteers that you only need to serve once a month. This call is an invitation as well. And don't just imagine that this is something that's insignificant. Because of the work that the, the team has put in, whether they are in a high behind the cameras, we have been able to grow. We have been able to reach out to people who have, not been, who have not stepped into FCC before, and many of the new people who have joined us first watch our services online before coming to try us out in some way. We continue to be able to reach out to people who are overseas. Like when someone mentioned 6,000 kilometres away, and they're still part of a community because of what each person has done. It is not just about talking. It's not just about just putting things in words, but the actual doing. Remembering requires action as well. And I want to invite you to think of the ways you can participate. And imagine all the little things that needed to be done for us to arrive here. All the things that people have done through the years, when we first started out, when we were a small church in a rental location, when we were meeting in the bar, people showed up early to set the chairs, to prepare things. All those small things Added up to where we are today. Don't just think that it is all the big things that are important. All of you have a role to play.'t just be, don't just be here to consume, but be here to serve. So we live out a community that really exemplifies the spirit of Christ amongst us. It requires us to follow through with action. We sang just now as part of our worship. Now I'm stuck. Okay. Free in your presence. Because the the song title isn't in in our uh, in the song at all. So often you know it's hard to connect. Uh, Some people will remember the song as I Will Remember because that's the chorus. Uh, And we sang I Will Remember. I am an anchor of love and a beacon of hope for you. Eugene used this as the anchoring theme for our 20th anniversary book. And it's very appropriate because it is our own song that we wrote and composed. And for many of you who are new to FCC, this song... Spoke to you. This song told your story. And I think that beyond the walls of FDC, it also tells of many other faith stories. I want to ask you what does being an anchor of love and a beacon of hope mean to you? We sing it, I Will Remember. I am an anchor of love. I am a beacon of hope. What does it mean to you? How does that translate into your life? Because it's not literal for sure. You know You're not a hardship anchor. You're know, not glowing in the dark you know, like a beacon of hope in the darkness. It's not literal. How does it translate in your life so that you are an anchor of love and a beacon of hope? People seeing Jesus through us and through our actions. Yes. When I was growing up, And this is one of the the worship songs we don't sing because it's not very catchy, but people know we are Christians by how we love. When I was growing up, how we knew Christians was how generous they were, how charitable and how compassionate. Unfortunately, that's not really the case today because we're known for a lot of other not-so-good things. Being an anchor of love means Christ's love for all. Living an authentic Christ-like life, yes. Consuming and taking back and giving back. Well, I will not use the word consuming. I will perhaps think of another word, right? It's like we are served and we serve. That's That's the metaphor that's used in the Bible. We are servants of a servant God. We were first served. Christ knelt and washed His disciples' feet and He told them, do the same for others, reflecting God's heart and character for others to feel and remember God through me, be the light of the world, showing up where, where needed and doing God's work, embracing God's love and bring God's kingdom to the community, refusing to give up or capitulate to failure apathy, yes, we will not succeed all the time. There will be times that we fail. But we will get there someday. Well, remember, we were very engaged during the um, debates on 377A years ago. We failed. 15, 16 years ago, we failed then but we continue to do the work, right? And voila! We are now in 2022, and 3708 will soon be a piece of history. Created good, even though imperfect. Be a pillar of friendship to someone in need. Become, being confident in God's good plans for us. Giving hope when none exists. Following the footsteps of Jesus standing up for justice and righteousness, making space and being a listening ear, no judgment but empathy, allowing people to be authentic. I want to know who this is. (laughs) I want to chase after you. For people to know I'm Christian through my deeds and attitude and not because I wear a crucifix. Yeah. Being compassionate to the poor people, LGBTQ, people with special needs, not giving up, Love grounds us. Love is what we base our actions and words on, a beacon of hope, being an encourager, being someone that's reliable. Thank you. That we may decrease and God may increase. That in all we do, God's love and grace is demonstrated so that others can feel hope. That's what remembering means. That's what remembering means. Being a son and daughter in the house of the Lord and reflecting the light that God has for us to another brother and sister in need. Working with people we don't like for common good. Yes. We are called to love one another and love our neighbors as ourselves. That doesn't necessarily mean that we like our neighbors, not easy. This is who we are, called to be. This is who we aspire to be. And I will say what my mother says to me all the time, don't forget. Because very often we forget. In our busyness, in our distractions, in all the work, right, the work, our working life, in all the things that the world distracts us with, whether it is you know, watching TV, YouTube, mass media, all the news that we read off, that we have very little control over, we lose sight of who we need to be. Because there are things that are well beyond our control. What we can control is remembering who We are called to be whose we belong to. When your time here in this life is done, when you meet God face to face, what do you want to be remembered for? It's not an easy question to answer. And sometimes we run away from this question. But I want you to remember and not forget so that every day, little by little, we can do what we are called to do. We can do what we aspire to be. Those little things that build us up so that we can be anchors of love and beacons of hope. Remember. Let us pray. God, you are the one who keeps running after us. Even when we deny you, even when we forget you, you are always there. You've been abiding by us through the storms in our lives, through the dark, bumpy periods. You are there. And you have loved us. You constantly remind us, hoping that we remember who we are called to be, what we are called to do. When we worship you and we declare your name from our lips, nudge us that we don't just say the words, but do the things that will give you glory. Do the things that reflect your love Do the things and and help others see your love in this world. Just as you have loved us, may we love like you have loved. And God, when we fail, forgive us and help us learn to do better as we wrestle and grow as a community so that we live out our faith just as you have been faithful to us. So that when that day comes and when we meet you face to face and you ask us, what do you remember? May we answer you. We remember that we are anchors of love and beacons of hope for you. We are justice seekers. We are peacemakers. We are your followers. May we always be faithful and not forget. God, help us remember. Amen.
1: Let us prepare for a time of communion. The sermon often engages us with our minds, but in the act of remembering Christ through communion, the invitation now is to be fully present both in our bodies and in spirit. So so I invite you, maybe taking a moment, just a deliberate shift in your posture in the seat, a deep breath, just taking a moment to settle. And know that each Sunday we gather at this table and whether you are here with us physically or at home joining us online, this table of God's feast transcends time and space. So this table recognizes no boundaries and we celebrate an open table. And this means you do not have to meet any criteria, you do not have to be a member of FCC, no need to be baptized, just recognize that God's grace is sufficient. And this moment of Communion, abide in that grace, abide in that love, and be anchored in, in this moment. Good Shepherd, we take your care for granted. In the midst of your many blessings, we complain of not having enough. In the presence of danger, we fail to trust your abiding love. When you set a table before us, we turn aside from you. Call us back into your fold and help us trust your caring presence and provision that our actions may proclaim your truth.
0: Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. God forgives our failures
1: and calls us back into the flock. Loving God, our good shepherd, we are the sheep of your pasture. You know us by name. We offer grateful thanks for your loving care.
0: Open our hearts and minds to the guiding of your Spirit in our
1: lives. Lead us in right paths, that we may serve you in truth and action. action. Amen. God prepares the table for us, offering us a feast of abundant love. Our cup overflows with bounty of grace, for our shepherd knows us as no one else can restoring our souls, healing our brokenness, nourishing us with bread and cup for the life of ministry. We remember how Jesus, our shepherd, took bread and after giving thanks, broke it and gave it to the disciples saying, do this, this is my body which is for you, do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. May the stewards come forward to distribute the elements. table and feast with the shepherd. Let us partake of these communion elements together with thanksgiving. Please rise and join me in the prayer of communion. All together.
0: God, God of, of love, love, you abide with us. Your, your loving presence, presence stills us. us. You provide us with all that, that we need in abundance. In abundance.
4: Help, help us, us love, love one, one another in truth and,
0: truth and action. Help us give of ourselves, ourselves to those in
1: need. Help, help us care for others the way our shepherd cares for us. us. May our lives reflect our wholehearted trust in our shepherds' everlasting love and care. Amen. Amen. Please be seated.
0: Welcome again to the Sunday service a Free Community Church, where free stands for First, Realize Everyone's Equal. So FCC is an inclusive and affirming church. This means that you are welcome here regardless of your theological background, your gender identity, sexual orientation, economic status, or other labels that the world puts on you. So to our members, to those who regularly attend our service, and those joining us, For the first time, welcome home. So my name is Wendy, and I am the service leader for today. If you're watching this online and the sermon or the service has blessed you, please give the video a like and subscribe to our channel. Okay, if you are new to our church uh, or this is the first time that you're joining us online or on site, we invite you to leave your details at FCC.org. Lee, L-I, slash welcome, or scan the QR code, and our pastor uh, and staff will connect with you to find out how we can uh, best serve your needs. We also have a newcomers meeting at the end of each month, uh, actually uh, each month. So it's today uh, in the room uh, behind uh, the the hallway. And... uh, Uh, This is a chance for you to meet our pastors and some of our leaders and learn more about who we are um, and what we believe as a church. So again, the meeting will be today after service. Okay, so uh, let's continue to worship God with our offering. So offering is a time in which we express our gratitude and reliance on God. So there are two ways that you can give using PayNow by scanning uh, the QR codes on the screen or on the backs of the chairs. So the first QR code is for the general fund, which um, primarily goes towards our staff salaries and our operational expenses. The second QR code is for the building fund, which goes towards paying the mortgage on the property. You can also give by credit card um, at um, freecomchurch.giv.asia, but do note that there is a 1.5% platform fee, but we are grateful for giving in any form. Okay, so um, please pray with me for, um, for the offering. Blessed are you, God of all creation. Through your goodness, we have these gifts to share. Accept and use our offerings for your glory and for the service of your kingdom. Amen. So I now invite the stewards to come forward and collect the offering, uh, so if you have cash or a check to drop in the bag, please raise your hand and they will come to you. Okay, so while the stewards are going around, we have some announcements. Um, so the. The, uh, the T-Mart, oh, thank you for your generous um, financial support. So all of the food and household items have been sponsored. Uh, so now we just need some volunteers to help pack the items. Uh, that's this Saturday. And to do deliveries on Sunday. So you can contact me directly or, uh, by messaging me, or you can email info at Okay, so next Sunday at uh, 1.30pm, we will also have our annual general meeting to look ahead to 2023 and to vote for the board, the budget and changes to the bylaws. So we strongly encourage that all members uh, attend and uh, also if you want to join online, that's an option as well. Uh, You can email us um, and uh, uh, to get the meeting link. So non-members are welcome uh, to attend, but uh, are not eligible to vote. Okay, so uh, as mentioned by Miok, next year uh, FCC will be celebrating its 20th year. So we are planning to publish a book to mark the occasion, and we would love to include your, me- your memories of FCC um, you know, over the two decades. So uh, photos, stories, artwork, poems, songs, and so on. Uh, so, you know, think about how has God uh, used FCC to impact your faith journey. And you can send your contributions uh, to info at And we are also looking for volunteers to help us with graphics, layout, and editing. Okay? All right, so um, our, our children at FCC are a very precious part of our church, even though they're largely invisible. <laughs> so, um, but they are here. They are here. Uh, so we are really thankful for all the teachers um, that have taught and are, and are teaching our children. Um, and uh, so if you, you have a heart for children uh, and would like to volunteer, uh, you can email us, and, uh, and the pastors will arrange uh, to have a chat with you. Okay, so, sorry, <clears throat> uh, please also consider joining the Welcome Ministry. So these volunteers, they greet people at the door, they collect the offering, and they serve in, in many other capacities, again, often invisible, but uh, they're here to, they're the, um, you know, they're really essential to our, uh, to our ministries. So you can be that friendly face that will make everyone who enter our door feel at home. So to find out more, you can talk to anyone on the welcome team, uh, or you can email, uh, email us. Okay, so we have several announcements for Christmas. So the first is that our Advent Sermon Series starts next week on the 27th of November, and the theme is Upside Down as we explore how to and not to prepare for Christmas this year. There will also be an after church event on the 4th of December uh, to write meaningful messages to a few people on cards that features FCC stained glass art. Okay, so uh, all of this culminates with our Christmas service which is on the 25th December this year. Uh, And this year we are going to have two services. Uh, So the morning service will be in English and our usual time 10.30. But we will also have an afternoon service at 2.30 that will be slightly different. It will be bilingual in both English and Chinese. So if you are planning to attend either service or both, uh, you are also invited to join us for our Christmas lunch that will start at 12.30 p.m. and between the two services. So mark your calendars, and let's use the opportunity to invite our friends and family and share the good news of how the coming of Christ is upside down from what anyone expected. So now I invite uh, Pastor Pauline to announce our November birthdays and then to give the benediction.
5: So it's time for us to remember our uh, November babies, um, I am sure other than Benny, Kenneth, Rachel, Davian, Ellen, Gary, Rachel, Karen, and Kelvin. And I know some of you are here today. There might be some others who are also celebrating your birthday. These are the people our membership role, okay? Uh, it's not that we have forgotten the others. Uh, but we also want to pray for all of you as well. So... Um, Do we sing (laughs) at this time? (laughs) Okay, so during the pandemic, there was no singing, right? (laughs) Yeah, never mind, uh? Let us pray for our November uh, baby siblings, okay? (laughs) Let's pray. God of love and hope, you have given us and blessed us with siblings who have been such a big part of our lives and a big part of this community. We pray for our siblings who have been remembering their birthdays, celebrating life uh, in November and how, God, you have given them the breath of life. And so, God, we pray for them, that, God, you will continue to lay your hand of blessing upon them, that in every way in their lives they may experience your close presence, that they may experience your guidance, the moving of your spirit, that they will know you in a deeper way and love you in a deeper way as they experience your love for them in a deeper way each and every day. God, we pray that as a community we will also be able to come alongside them and to help them grow in your love, even as they help us grow in our love as well. And so God, be with them, bless them, and continue to use them as anchors of love and beacons of hope wherever they may be. As you commit them into your loving care Amen And before we have the benediction We also have a special prayer That we would like to uh, offer uh, On behalf of Simon and Chong Lip And I want just to invite them up uh, So that we can pray for them as a community Okay Come Simon and Chong Lip uh, And Mia, please join us okay? So as many many of you know And maybe some of you don't know uh, Simon and Chong Lip have been with us for many, many years. <laughs> 21. 21 is beyond even our anniversary. Oh, so even before FCC was a church. yeah. But uh, they'll be moving away, sadly for us. I'm sure very sadly for them, and maybe in, for a mix of happy emotions. Uh, but they'll be moving away, and we are so thankful for who they've been uh, in our lives, and our community. I know that given... Uh, These days where everything is interconnected anyway That they'll still be a large part of who we are Even though physically they'll be in another country And they'll be returning at various points as well But I want to pray for them That God's presence and God's grace will go with them As they begin this new phase of their lives Shall we pray for them? Do you want to... Can, can And we want to offer you this as well Before we pray for you Yeah (laughs) Yes, it's a it's coins that I you wish. left for us It <laughs> was a change that you left for us We put it back in <laughs> No, no, no Let's pray, okay? Let's pray for them Almighty God, we thank you For the love that we can share with our siblings Over the years And for people like Simon and chong Who have been such a big part of this community For 21 years and more And God, we are happy for them But we're also sad that they will be moving And it's with all this mix of emotions, God, that we come to you And we offer them, especially into your loving care That even as they make this move, as they go into a new phase of life That God, your presence will ever be with them That you'll continue to guide them, love them, be with them, surround them With people who will support them And be their network of faith as well, wherever they may be I pray that even as a community here, that we'll always um, be their home in many ways and that you'll help us to stay connected in your love. And so God, we just want to commit them to you with all of our love, with all of our best wishes, with all of our prayers, that they may know that they do not go alone, that we go with them, and more importantly, that you always go with them wherever they may be. So we commit them Simon and Chong let me into your loving hands as we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Another one. <laughs> I want three Thank you. Thank you. And now, will you rise as your In body or in spirit, as you're willing and able for the benediction. Remember who you are and whose you are. Remember who God has called you to be in this world for such a time as this. Go and be anchors of love and beacons of hope, wherever God may lead you, and may our God of love and hope go with you always. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us for service this Sunday, and just want to wish you a very blessed week ahead. May God go with you. Amen. Amen.